Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports and Rebellion Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsandrebellion.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. And Instagram was the place to be last week. I traveled out to the CSA show out there in Chantilly, Virginia. And it's my first time setting up in the back room of that show. So I thought we would just kind of talk about the show, kind of how things went, uh, some positives, negatives, my overall thoughts on the show, and uh, traveling out to uh, Chantilly for it. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to go out to the show, it's just south of the Dulles Airport there in D.C., about a 15-minute ride. So it's real easy to get to. It's not too far from kind of you know the main culture centers, I guess, of D.C., so it's, it's a pretty good show from the backroom perspective, and I'll talk about the kind of the front-end show, which kind of the normal consumer kind of sees. But um, CSA show, Collector Showcase of America, they do three shows a year, all in the same venue. And, of course, this was their uh, late March, early April show. It runs from three days, so it goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that's for the general public. That's when it's open. They've got autograph signings. They've got vendors, all that kind of fun stuff, so. Uh, but it's, I'm going to talk more about the back room, kind of the fun interactions with the athletes and the vendors and all that kind of stuff. Because if you follow the Instagram feed on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I mean, that's pretty much all everything I was posting there. Uh, a lot of people like to see kind of the back, behind the scenes stuff. So uh, make sure you give me a follow over there for the next couple CSA shows. The next two they have this year, I'll be doing the same thing and posting a whole bunch of uh, you know, kind of fun stuff that maybe you don't, just don't get to see every day. Uh, but I flew out of Kansas City on uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, we actually got a direct flight to Dulles, which is very impressive. Kansas City does not have direct flights really anywhere. It's impossible to fly anywhere. I went to go see my brother in Boise, and it was literally, for four of us to fly up there, it was about 2000 bucks. And we had to take connecting flights all over the country. It's just crazy. But maybe I'm booking up at the wrong time, but... We used to have a direct flight to Iceland of all places, but you couldn't get a direct flight to uh, you know Washington D.C. for a long time. But so anyway, I got a direct flight out there. It was super cool. Don't check any bags ever. Never doing that. I'm not going through baggage claim. Um, but anyway, we got a new airport in Kansas City too. They spent a couple billion dollars on that, and the really the only major upgrades I saw were we got a parking garage now. We've got some restaurants. And we have chargers at the uh, every single seat, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's all you really need in an airport, right, is chargers at your seat. Uh, but anyway, uh, I went solo on this trip, and I, I'm really kicking myself with this one. My, my 10-year-old, she's a, a huge football fan, obviously a huge Chiefs fan. And uh, Nick Bolton was going to be there, so that was cool. But she wanted to go see Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and these kind of guys. And I was going to bring her with. But I was like, ah, I just I think it's going to be too too boring for her. And it's a it's boring in the back room getting autographs. Trust me, it's not it's not very fun most of the time. So I thought she'd be bored. So I was like, I'll just leave you at home. I'll go handle it myself. And uh, but anyway, I got there and I was like, oh man, I could have used some help. <laughs> and uh, so and honestly, the the experience of having her there would have been cool because uh, Nick Bolton ended up being on our flight on the way back to Kansas City. So there's just some cool stuff, but that she missed. But I'm gonna bring her to the second one for sure. Uh, so anyway, I got there uh, Thursday afternoon or so. I I went and actually stayed at a residence inn. So I I like to cook my own food when I travel if I can because I don't want to eat junk. I want to feel good. I want to eat my the usual food that I like to. So I stayed at a residence inn because you can cook your own food there. And right next to the residence inn, it was actually really cool. There's a Target. There's a Costco. 
bunch of places you can get food. So I, I went and got uh, some things to eat for the uh, for the hotel, and then about seven o'clock or so, I, I headed over to the show, and it's about it's about a mile, eh, it's almost two miles, and uh, I didn't think it was that far from, from where I was staying. But it was nice out, and I hadn't hadn't worked out that day, so I was like, I'll just walk it, you know, I could, whatever, I'll walk it. And so it took me a good thirty to forty minutes to walk over to the venue. And of course, I'm carrying a bag also, so I'm kind of doing some farmer carries back and forth. And uh, it, I was like, damn it, I should have just gotten an Uber. But anyway, um, after the show, after setting up for the show, which I'll talk about here in a second, I ended up walk, I ended up walking, a running back actually, getting a getting a run in. So it actually worked out all right. But I ended up taking an Uber the rest of the days. So I get to the show probably about six. 30 maybe seven o'clock ish kind of somewhere around there and i'm setting up in the back room and most people have probably left for the day and the main point of setup is you want to pick out your spots you want to make sure you've got enough tables you want to get your tables set up and you want to make sure you have enough space for you know, laying out all your stuff so you know when the athlete comes by that you you know you're ready to go and i had stuff for probably about 20 athletes there's usually about i think I think they had about 60 or so there. No, maybe not that many. Maybe 50 or so. Um, and I, I didn't have that much on each athlete. A couple of the guys that I had some, a lot of stuff for, like you know Jefferson and Chase and Randy Moss. So I pretty much just – I was able to lay out almost everything that night. Uh, Ed from CSA, who if you ever have, met, met, have not met Ed, he's a super great guy. Uh, he, he ended up kicking me out of the show. <laughs> um, He's like Matt, we 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 gotta go home, man. Uh, I I can't go home till everybody goes home, so we're going home. And I was like, oh, that's cool, that's fine. I was about ninety percent set up. The only stuff I hadn't done was probably Chase and Jefferson, I think. So, but it's a it's a little overwhelming, kind of getting stuff set up because you want to make sure that you get number one all the athletes in one area, and then you got to organize everything by pen color because when the athlete comes over to your booth or your section or whatever that you don't want them changing pens 15 times, right? So if you've got everything with a gold paint pen, you're lighting all those up right there so they can knock them out. It doesn't matter what item it is. You want to knock it all out. So that way, just you, you minimize time. You save that and also minimize, you know, the athlete dropping the pen and maybe dropping it on an item or something like that, which fortunately I, I've run into. It didn't happen in this show, but it does happen. Everyone's got like a straight Sharpie pen mark on something. I actually did. Who did I get? I got – I. Who did I get with the pen? I think Marshall Falk I got with a uh, with the blue Sharpie this time. I got it right in his hand. <laughs> so my bad, Marshall. But um, So that's really the main goal of setting up is getting all your stuff together and making sure that it's well organized. The second thing that you want to make sure that you do is you want to make sure you have all your sheets together, meaning you know exactly how many autographs of each athlete you've got. So – if Marshall Falk comes by, you know you've got, hey, I've got five premium items, I've got five basic items, and I've got five inscriptions, whatever it is. So that way when you're all when you're when he comes around whenever he's ready to sign, that the person who's with him, the handler, like you go ahead and you tell him what you got, and at the end, like after he signs, you all agree on the number saying, Yep, that's what we got you down for, and you're good to go. So worst case is like, hey, you've got, you know, you said you had 10 pieces on Marshall Falk, and all of a sudden they said you had 15, you know, so there's some discrepancy there. You definitely don't want to run into that. So so that's the main point of getting there early and setting up and making sure that you're, you know, you're ready to go. Um, so did that for a little bit on Saturday night and then ended up uh, taking off there after Ed kicked me out, which is fine. I kind of wanted to go back anyway. So I 
jog back to the hotel and I'm I'm literally cooking food at like almost ten o'clock at night. <laughs> and I'm uh I'm just burning up the whole hotel because I'm cooking food on you know, crappy, you know, uh dishes and all that kind of stuff so they're not really uh conducive for, for cooking so i'm i'm smoking up the whole hotel room <laughs> i don't know how the smoke alarm we didn't go off in there but but anyway uh ended up cooking a bunch of food got ready to go for the next day so i could bring some food with and make sure that i'm uh you know i'm ready to perform my my duties but uh uh got up pretty early went out there friday the show opens friday at about one o'clock and i think i got there I want to say it was, it was before 10, maybe 9 o'clock. I think it was 9 o'clock or so because I wasn't sure who, which athletes were going to show up on Friday. So Friday is kind of a typical day where they try to knock out some guys in the back room. So the back room is where all the dealers are set up to kind of get their stuff signed. So you've got your main entrance where all the pub, where all the vendors are set up and the public goes through and where they get their autographs. And then you've got your back room behind that where all the uh, – you know, dealers can get their stuff signed. And that's where most of the stuff is signed at the show. I'd say probably about 90% of the stuff that's signed the show is done by us dealers. We're the ones that are basically kind of propping up the show, I guess you could say. Uh, so Friday is a day when they kind of try to knock out some of the busier guys. So if some guys are available to come in, if they can get there Friday, if they're signing Saturday, they'll try to bring them in to get as much done in the back room as they can. So when they when Saturday rolls around, which is the busiest day of the show, that they're not, you know, signing in the back room for three hours, and then they've got to do their public appearance for an hour, hour and a half, whatever they got. And it's just, it just kind of minimizes some guys getting missed. So that's why Friday is kind of an important day. You want to make sure you're there to make sure that you can get some stuff signed and kind of uh, get some of those guys done. So it's nice actually to be able to kind of crank out some guys on a Friday because that way you can pack it up and be done with it. And uh, they've got these trailers there, which is really great. Uh, you got UPS trailers literally on site right there. You just walk in and, and put your boxes in there. So if you can get four or five, you know, guys knocked out on Friday, pack them all up in boxes, be done with it, man, that's a good start to the weekend. So, uh, I forget who came by Friday. Uh, who did sign Friday? A couple smaller guys signed on Friday. Uh, I was able to knock a couple of those guys out. Not, none of the big names did it. I was on Saturday. Um, so Saturday rolled around, and Saturday was going to be like Randy Moss and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and all those guys. So uh, another good thing, too, is, is the booth that I had. Um, I was really close to uh, a couple of vendors that I knew and some new guys also, some guys from Virginia, which was nice because they could kind of stay later and they, they could ride home, so they didn't really have to kind of be anywhere. And they could kind of help out when – uh, and, and, and so let's say, for example, I'm working with Randy Moss and getting stuff signed. And all of a sudden, Mike Allstott shows up or somebody else. Like they could run my stuff for me a couple of different times when I'm busy kind of handling Randy Moss. So it's super nice to have people next to you that you can kind of communicate with and talk with and, um, and, and be able to help you out and also help them out too kind of when they get in a pinch, when they get kind of maybe get a little bit busy with a couple of things going on. Plus, you can take pictures and videos of their stuff, kind of maybe they, some things they can't, they can't do while they're working with that athlete. So. I had some really great guys, and I think that's one thing I really want to highlight about the show in the back room is every I, – I, a lot of people say this, but I can honestly say this. Every single vendor and person I talked to there, and most of them I, I know, some obviously I, I didn't – was meeting for the first time. Everyone was, like, generally stoked to be there, and they were, like, willing to help out and share some knowledge and share some stories and – it was really cool just chopping it up with people and, 
seeing that, hey, they've got the same issues that you've got going on. And it was it was just a fun time. So I just want to say a shout out to everybody that was there. It was super fun. I enjoyed meeting a lot of y'all. And I, I'm honestly, I'm really stoked about the next couple of shows uh, this year, too. So I uh, got to hear some great stories from some people. Most I probably can't share. Just interesting negotiations with athletes and uh, them talking about, you know, uh, some of the you know better athletes they like to work with and some of the better vendors they like to work with and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it was really fun being in the back room like that. Uh, one other thing, too, that I wanted to touch on, I did a kind of a little uh, Instagram reel on this on yesterday, whatever day that was, uh, Tuesday. Go back and watch that is I'm. You know, I'm really impressed with Beckett. Now, I've I've been a JSA guy for a long time, and I still send my you know third party authentication stuff, stuff that isn't witnessed. I still send a lot of them to JSA because I've got a rep here in the St. Louis area that's really quick that I can get stuff to and get it back. And I've been using JSA for quite some time. I love I really JSA is smart. They've done some really good things there, but Beckett was pretty much all over the place at this show, and they're pretty much all over the place at most shows. But there was, I can, I'm trying to think how many reps they had there. It was probably four, five, or six reps. And how it works is basically they go around and they can uh, sticker all your stuff that you need done, and then they just bill your account for you. So it's super easy. You don't have to pay them right there. They come over and do it and um, put everything right exactly where you want. They're usually able to come over pretty quick, so it's nice to be able to have them come over and, and and get your stuff authenticated because then you can start packing it up and be done with it and put it on the trailer and kind of move on. So they were all over the place. You could just grab them and be like, hey, I need you over here. I got 10 pieces for Moss I need you to do real quick. I got 10 pieces for Jamar Chase, whatever it is, you know. So uh, it's really good. I, I And Beckett also has gotten rid of that COA card too, which being at a signing and having to match up those cards and make sure you not forget those cards, it's a pain in the butt. I mean, I, I, I was at the Richard Dreyfus sign a couple weeks ago and I forgot one. I got back, uh, I, I got back to the office and I was like, oh man, where is that one? And luckily I was able to get it back. But so that's what's nice about Beckett is you don't have to have those matching cards. And they put the inscription online too. A lot of companies don't do that. So if you go in and you get an HOF inscription on something, it'll say it right there on Beckett's website. You can just scan that little QR code on the item and it takes you right to the website and it verifies everything. So, uh, that was super cool. So, uh, Saturday was, was a, it was a busy, I thought it would be a little bit busier, but I was, I wasn't overwhelmed at any point. I did have to get a couple help on running some, I had some Super Bowl tickets for the Tampa Bay Bucks that needed, well, they needed six guys on there, but Warren Sapp canceled. So I ended up getting five guys on there and a couple guys kind of showed up when I was with some of the bigger names. So I had to have uh, some other guys help me out with those, two, uh, those two tickets, but that wasn't a problem. But, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson was a great, uh, guy to meet I he was cool he was just something to just to chop it up with just a normal guy I was talking about his squat numbers and I was like you still squatting man you still squatting 600 and and he said he hadn't been squatting in a while which I was su- surprising you know a lot of these guys are still in shape you know him and he's still in shape Mike Allstott's still in shape Luke Cakley's still in shape I mean all these guys are some are in pretty good shape you know Jamal Lewis is pretty big now I mean I don't know how well in shape he is but he looks like he can run over some people but he they but he was cool Adrian Peterson seems like a guy that you would just want to chop it up with and sit down with uh, moss was cool randy was chill randy's cool he's, he's like he just wants to get through stuff he wants to do stuff right and and that was kind of nice to see uh chase and, and justin jefferson they were a little quiet uh justin jefferson knows the deal man he's he's quick boom 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 
knows exactly what to do, and boom, he moves on. He's got a short little autograph, so it makes it easy for him. Chase is actually really cool. He kind of takes a nice little time with his autograph, so it's not rushed. Kind of, I don't want to say Jefferson's is rushed, but it's just a shorter signature than what Chase has. So those guys were really, really cool to meet, um, and it was just a, it was a pretty straightforward day. I, was, I got a lot knocked up, knocked on, and um, and was able to put it in the UPS trailer and whatnot. So that was kind of a cool time on on Saturday there. Uh, s- Sunday, Sunday rolled around, and there was just a couple things to kind of wrap up. There was not a, a bunch of guys signing, but kind of the ones and twosies that you kind of needed on signing. Most of the big name guys ended up signing on Saturday because that's the busiest time of the show. But was able to get uh, to a Trevor Lawrence was on on Sunday, and Trevor was cool. He's kind of everything you thought he would be. Just a kind of a chill, laid back guy. He had to take a break one time to eat his uh, his Jimmy Johns. <laughs> I was like, dude, we don't eat Jimmy Johns, man. I mean, at least at least it wasn't Subway, I guess. But uh, he, I was like, dude, you crushed that Jimmy Johns over there, man. And he goes, oh man, it's not much food. So a uh, customer had ordered a uh, autographed baseball for Trevor to sign, and I asked him, I was like, dude, have you ever signed a, a baseball? He goes, actually, I have. So that was kind of fun to hear. Uh, but he was super chill. He was a fun guy. Um, and he was kind of the one big name on, on that Sunday, if I remember correctly. Um, but at, uh, anyway, so I was able to get everything packed up and get everything done on Sunday. Flew out um, with uh, – Bolton was on our flight. We flew out, gosh, I think about six thirty, seven o'clock. We sat in the tarmac for probably a good 45 minutes or an hour while we were waiting for our pilot to come in from LaGuardia. Um, so – Every time you fly, it's like if you just get to your destination, it's like the greatest achievement in the world. You know, it's not nothing is smooth anymore. Um, but it, it, I don't know. It was just kind of a funny way of traveling, just sitting there and just talking it up with people. And just I, I, I'd rather sit anywhere but on a tarmac. I, I'd rather sit in the airport, obviously, because you can get food and do all that kind of stuff. But uh, but Sunday was a good day, man. They have some. So if you ever get to go to Chantilly, they've got a couple really good restaurants right by there. There's like a Peruvian place that I ate at on Saturday that's really, really good, man. I would definitely recommend that. And also on Saturday, I think I had some from the barbecue place that was around the corner. Of course, being from Kansas City, like we love our barbecue, and it's always nice to try someone else's. It was good, man. It was really good. Um, not what you'd expect walking in there, but it they had some really good sauces. Of course, in Kansas City, we do a whole bunch of you know barbecue sauce, and that's kind of how we what we're kind of known for, I guess, but... It was good. It's kind of had like a, I don't know, they just like a burrito with it too. It was kind of like a, tied in with some Mexican food, and it was it was it was really good. So, uh, if you ever get a chance to go to the show, man, you don't really need to bring too much food. They've got some really good choices out there. Uh, as far as the front end goes, and this is kind of be the last thing I'll touch on. The I walked the show for a little bit, uh, almost missing athlete. <laughs> Luckily, the guys that were next to my booth kind of helped me out on that one. I went away for like twenty minutes or so, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So and so signing. So I forget who that was, but I was like, I was fortunate to get. I think it was Debo. I think I missed Debo. I ended up getting him uh, about thirty minutes later. But so the show on the front end is a lot of cards, which you guys are you know probably uh, accustomed to at this point. Not much autographs. There was kind of one vendor out there with a bunch of autographed baseballs, which I was kind of hoping to find some some good baseball baseball sell if you can get good prices on them they'll sell all day long but there just wasn't many autographs out there, which was kind of disappointing i did pick up a what three or four uh unitas signed cards which i thought were a pretty good deal on those i think i ended up paying a couple hundred on them uh for each one so i thought that was a good deal for a guy who's deceased um 
So that's pretty much the only stuff I bought. There just wasn't much. There wasn't much out there. Now, if I was the customer kind of walking in and was looking at all this stuff, I mean, it's it's a fairly decent sized show. I don't know. It just wasn't as much of a cool stuff as you would see maybe, of course, at a national. Now, obviously, that's not really comparing apples to apples. The national is absolutely massive. But I was, I don't know, I was just kind of, I, every show I go to, I'm like, I'm hoping there's more autograph stuff because that's kind of what I tend to focus on, obviously. And it just wasn't much there for me. And uh, it was just kind of disappointing. I was kind of hoping to maybe pick up some other stuff there. But really just those Unitas cards is all I got. Um, I think I got a couple of Jalen Hurts too. Uh, but anyway, I got everything packed up on Sunday. And what's kind of fun this time around is I put some air tags in the boxes. And if you don't know what an air tag is, it's basically what Apple makes them, I think. And you can basically track it on your phone. So I put a couple in each of the boxes. Just to, I just kind of wanted to see kind of the, the path they would take. And also I kind of put it in some of the more important boxes just in case, you know, the worst case scenario thing happens, I can at least locate the box. But the, it's kind of funny. They, they leave the same place and they all go like four different directions. You know, I had four air tags going. They're all going different directions. I was like, this is weird. But uh, they all end up kind of going the same place, of course, but they all take different routes. So uh, it's funny to hear see how UPS actually transports your stuff. Uh, but anyway, if you do want to use an AirTag, let's say you got something expensive to send out to a signing or you're sending it to PSA or whatever you're doing, they do run, I think for a three or four pack, they're like 30 bucks or so. So maybe for $10, you can actually put something in there and and be able to track it that way and know exactly where it is. Because let's say your package goes quote unquote missing, at least you'll have that air tag and you'll be able to within a I think within a block or so you'll be able to know. Hey, no, it's it's at this building right here. So, just some food for thought in case you got to send something like a ten thousand dollar item out or whatever it is, or really any value that you deem you know important to you. Uh, it'd be a cool way to track it. You could probably get it back from the vendor if you tell them, hey, listen, I'm sending an air tag with it. If you could send it back, they last about a year. So. Uh, pretty cool way to kind of track your stuff there. So, but anyway, that's kind of the rundown on the CSA show from uh, uh, 2023, the first one of the year. Again, there will be two more. There's another one late June, and there's another one in October. So I'll be at both of those as well, offering uh, out the uh, the send-in signings. I don't know who's going to be at those shows just yet. They usually announce them about kind of a month beforehand. But it was fun, man. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to bring my 10-year-old with me. She's kind of bummed that she wasn't able to go, especially when she found out that Nick Bolton was on our flight. But uh, he's a good kid, too. Nick Bolton's really chill. Um, I think he's 23 or something like that. So I guess I guess how could you not be? But uh, he signed a whole bunch of cool stuff there. He's got some uh, – posted some great photos of his uh, of the Super Bowl. And then uh, he signed – he must have signed 300-some jerseys. My gosh. So – Anyway, that's kind of the rundown on the CSA show. Again, don't forget to visit the website, powersportsmobility.com. Also, give me a follow over there on the Instagram, at Powers Autographs, where you guys can get all those updates on all the future shows. Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys on the next episode.